Welcome back to Sis the Podcast. I'm your host, Hey Aisha, and I just wanted to take a second to say thank you, Sis. I appreciate you. If you've listened to every episode, or even if this is just your first time listening in, I appreciate you for taking the ride with me. I could not take this deep dive and exploration into sisterhood without all of you. So I appreciate you. For those of you who aren't familiar with this podcast, Sis is a celebration of sisterhood, but it's also a challenging of sisterhood. And like I said previously, it's an exploration of sisterhood through storytelling, through listener submissions, through letters, voicemails, and conversation and interviews. So hopefully you'll join me and you'll jump into the show notes and you'll leave me a voicemail or maybe you will send me an email at heyaisha at gmail.com. Of course, the spelling is in the show notes as well too. And you will lend your voice to this exploration of sisterhood. Now this week, I had to bring a guest back And this is the first time I'm doing this so far is we're going to have a two-part episode. So today you'll hear part one. And so many of you wanted this guest to expound upon her concepts about the end of relationships, right? When you have to let a sister go, when you have to let a friendship or any type of relationship go. And so today... I'm going to speak with Miss Egyptian Princess OA, Mary Tawadros. I will go ahead and just let her introduce herself to you guys. And then I'll talk about the feature business of the day. And from there, we'll go right into our conversation about pruning and the end of friendships. So meet Mary. And then after the messages, I'll be right back with another episode of Sis the Podcast. AKA Egyptian Princess Eight. I am 44 years old and I was born in New York and I actually moved when I was right before turning two, so I didn't really get to live there, but I definitely have New York flair. And um, I, I lived in Glendale and after that in the IE for about 30, 31 years. And then now I'm in the San Gabriel Valley. So I'm excited to be here to share with you my perspective on sisterhood. Once I found my true sisters in Christ, I knew who I could trust with my deepest secrets, joys, frustrations, pain, life goals, prayer requests, encouragement, and laughter. It's because God knew who he had to bring into my life. It truly lifted lifted me up, strengthened me, and taught me a lot about womanhood. Sisterhood is something that I take very seriously. If I trust you, and it's reciprocated, that has to be the foundation of any great friendship. I have gone through seasons of pruning friends who had to leave to make room for what God was trying to show me. Sisterhood, when you find that true circle, it is a true sacred experience. It's a blessing. It's the family God didn't give you through blood. Yet he enriched your life at just the right time when you needed a woman to speak life into you. Losing the three women I looked up the most, which was my grandmother, my aunt, 
my, my mother, God started to place some amazing women in my life. The seasons we go through, God continues to refine the circle. Also, that is why I'm passionate about life coaching women and men to find the healing to open up and find real authentic relationships of all types. The feature business of the day is Beauty by Bash. It is a cosmetic and personal care line, but also Beauty by Bash offers studio suite services in the Southern California, Hollywood Valley area. I love this brand. Number one, the owner of the brand is just such a hard worker, a educated, beautiful black queen. I love everything that she does with her business. She is so consistent. She never, she never stops the grind. And I've had the pleasure of trying her Egyptian musk. Uh, I tried the scrub and the body wash. I'ma tell y'all, it's a little crazy because sometimes I smell myself and I'm like, ooh, that's me. And it would literally have you walking around here feeling like you're the queen of Sheba, looking at everybody like they're peasants because you smell so amazing. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but it's no cap. You really do smell so good. Uh, when you wear that product and I will continue to order that product. Bash is also my lash and eyebrow stylist. And while the pandemic did put a, a hold on me getting my beautiful glam lashes, she has blessed me with microblading. And I just love her whole process for helping you find the right shape. And it's really just so much care, concern, and love that she puts into helping you upgrade your brow game. My life has been forever changed and it no longer takes me 30, 45 minutes every morning just to get my face together in the morning. So make sure you hit up Beauty by Bash on Instagram and you visit the website. And as always, the information is in the show notes. And with that, let's get back into it. That was another one of our feature businesses of the week. And I hope you guys are really checking out this these businesses and just um, supporting them because they are great businesses and we got to support our sisters, okay? Okay, <laughs> so I have a really special guest with me right now. The Egyptian princess, 08. You heard her reading her statement in the first act of the podcast. And so now in real time, you'll hear us talk about her perspectives and how she's endured and evolved through losses Um in her journey towards sisterhood and through sisterhood. So without further ado, Miss Egyptian Princess OA, please tell her, say hello to all the people. Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited and honored to be here. Thank you so much, Aisha. I appreciate you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you for coming on the podcast because it was super short notice. I had a cancellation. And let me tell you something, like a true sis, she was like, I got you, girl. What time <laughs> What time do you want to link up? What time are you going to So I just truly appreciate you for accommodating me and just 
being a godsend. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. No, I'm truly honored to be here. I really am. So thank you for the privilege. Let's talk about this perspective that you have about loss and friendship. When I tell you, I had my sister say, oh my goodness, that was so amazing. I had people in New York Mm. reaching out to me, telling me about it. I had um, someone that I work out with my fitness group. She Mm. heard the podcast and was like, OMG, so many different ladies from so many different walks of life really connected with what you had to say. So how how did you develop this unique perspective and not seeing it as loss, but maybe seeing it as like pruning and God's intervention in a sense? Well, I've seen it as pruning because God's been teaching me throughout, like every year I go through this season of pruning people out of my life. And it's, it was hard in the beginning, you know, the things happen, you know, in high school, in college, and you think these people are going to be part of your life forever. And then, you know, things happen that are major. Like you, I lost my father. My father passed away when I was graduating from Cal Poly a month before. And I saw the people that I thought were going to be in my life one by one just disappear. And that's like a crucial time that people will show your true colors. Like when a life crisis happens, when something tragedy you know hits you, where's your people? And if when people don't show up there, that's when you know that's not someone you need to keep in your life anymore. They just kind of like escape and then they'll, they'll reach out to you. Oh, hey. And, you know, and you can tell it's fake. It's not genuine. And it's like, OK, well, then. If you can't be there for me in this really important, serious time of my life, then we don't need to be friends. And I'm not just saying that when you lose people, because obviously death is hard for people on many levels. And we all deal with grief different. I'm just giving an example of I lost quite a lot of people during that time. And, you know, I had to accept it and understand, you know, OK, this was happening now. But it doesn't mean God isn't going to bring other people in my life. And he did. And every year I would see new people come in and, you know, this vibrancy of, of relationships. So if you stay open, when you start to see people not show up for you in different things that you need, then God will continue to bring and show out way more healthy people into your life. And you got to realize that there is a season for everything. And God talks about that. Like, you know, it's a season for life, for, for friendships, for you know, certain people that need to stay in your life. And then there's certain years that they need to just exit because God wants to make some room because he's going to bring some other people into your life because not everybody's meant to level up with you on your journey. And people are afraid of that. They feel like, oh, but this friend has been my friend for 15 years, for 20 years. But is this friend helping you? Or are they truly like in the background really hating on you? They don't really love you. They don't really show respect and really like are in your corner. They're not really in your tribe. They're just there, but not really being proactive and supporting you. So that's the thing. We get too comfortable and we're afraid to let go of what we feel familiar with, but you have to let go and trust that there's other things and other people that are going to come at you that are way healthier. So much to unpack. Like I'm just sitting here listening intensely because you said a whole lot and said it so eloquently as well too, but so relatably as well. So it's two things that stand out to me. First thing, when you said, as you evolve, not everybody can come with you. Mm -mm. So 
you you made me think about King Nipsey Hustle, LA, mm. LA's very yeah. own. Right. And he has in the victory lap song, he says, Circle getting smaller, everybody can't go. That's you right. know, that's <laughs> 100, 100, absolutely. Ding, ding, ding. Like that's, that's, that's the one. That's the true statement right there. Yep. And and it, it comes, it came, it just popped into my mind right there because I did used to feel bad when it's like, and even now, like sometimes when it's people that I felt like we were just going to be friends for life. Mm-hmm. We had so many great memories together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I start to notice that if I'm not the one picking up the phone, mm-hmm. we don't talk. Yeah. We don't have a conversation. Right. And if I'm going through something, it's still, I had a situation with somebody. I still, I love her. There's no mm-hmm. love loss, sure. but she was having a, a big birthday bash and, and we were just at different places in our lives. And I had moved back to California Mm-hmm. And um, she wanted me to be there for her birthday bash. And I said, you know what? At the time I was in grad squad, I didn't really have the money, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I said, I don't know if I'll be able to, but she was saying, well, because you're one of my best, my best friends, she said, I'll front the money up for you, but then, mm-hmm. then you can just pay me back in payments. And I'm like, yeah. most people, I would say no, but because we had this just closeness and she really wanted me to be, I knew for her to offer that she yeah. really wanted me to be there. Right. So I said, I said to her, I said, I say less, I'll be there. And then I went to talk to my aunt and uncle and I said, Hey, can I get a loan? And they offered it to me. Mm-hmm. They said, sure. Cause I wanted to just pay her up front and then pay the money back to my family. Right. And so what happened was my uncle, he was older. So it's not like completely unexpected, but we, in, he ended up dying shortly mm-hmm. after I made that request. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it just didn't feel right to continue mm-hmm. with that long. So yeah. as soon as I knew, I tried to tell her and she was like, well, I was really stressed off, stressed out. So I gave the planning to my husband. So you got to go talk to him about it. Oh. And when I talked to him about it, he just went off on me. Cause I guess like I made um, them have to lose a deposit. And he was oh. like, you know, and it oh, was like a God. whole thing. So it was not even like a consideration of, what was going on and I didn't take it I I didn't really take it personally right I kind of just said this is a really important thing to her while it hurt a little bit for her not to really say well what's going on with you Mm -hmm. I also didn't tell her at the time I was like you know I kind of said well we had a death in the family so it changes things but you know it, right. it kind of it kind of dampened our friendship, right? And it, it's like now we used to be close, close friends, but now we're distant friends. Like mm-hmm. I like here on social media, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really talk to each other. And right. while I miss her a lot, sure. and I'm disappointed, yeah, I I also just say like, well, this is just God's will. This is just what how it was meant to be. And um, yeah. if we're meant to to have a reunion. Mm-hmm. And and fix that it will be. And if not, you know, and that was the first time I had ever because in the past I used to be like, no, we're gonna make this work, we're gonna do yep. it. But that right. was kind of like the first time I ever had that pruning, even though I didn't call mm-hmm. it that. Sure. It's it sounds like what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when was the like I know you talked about how your father's death and I'm sorry to hear of that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Sorry about your uncle too. That's awful. Yeah, the circumstances yeah. doesn't sound I mean, 
it's like that she didn't take consideration. I mean, just to hear, hey, there's a death in the family, that right there should have opened up dialogue, like, wait a minute, oh, I'm so sorry that you're going through that, not start tripping about money. See, when money gets into the program of friendship, it's so unfortunate, it messes things up for some people. It really, that saddens me that that happens, because it shouldn't be like that. If you really are friends, let's say, you know, you decide to ask a friend that they weren't working at one point or something, and you needed help, and you decided to pay them to help you. That shouldn't change your relationship, because that's a you ask them to help you with something. It's a project or whatever, and you're you're giving them money for X Y Z, and then there you you just continue. If you're genuinely able to be that flexible, but she offered, that's a problem. That's a problem. She offered to help to say, hey, I understand you're going through this, and I would love for you to you know. But then she totally went to her husband. That that right there should not have happened. She should have still handled it, not her husband. That's your direct friend. So I disagree in that she was not. A, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> that just bothers me. The way I see that going down, that's not fair to you. That's not fair to you, especially because you had a death in the family. So that's that's a showing of, of disrespect in my point of view. That's watching that or listening to it and, and imagining this going down. It's just not cool for someone to do that. Not at all. You, you know what I say? I mean, I felt a little bothered by it, but mm -hmm. I actually know her heart and I know she's not a bad person. She sure. probably just got really stressed out with the planning. Right. And it and so not everybody can bear the same things, but True. I will say that it was it was um it it was just kind of like I, not like a I didn't get mad or anything. I was just like, right. well, this is just it I Honestly, this was the first time I ever just accepted something. Sure. Because I do think in the past, I used to really get caught up in the, this isn't right. I would mm -hmm. never do this to anybody. And right. that moment I was like, this is just how this is. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to move forward. The mm -hmm. door is always open. I yeah. will always love this friend and always love this person. But at this point in time, like you said, a reason and a season. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to know, how did you first navigate with the transition? Once your perspective shifted, that guy was just moving people out of your life. Was that an easy transition or did you have to struggle with still trying to like hold on to these relationships and things like that? In the past, as I was younger, you know, um, I, I remember I remember my brother had this interesting point of view. My brother's 12 years older. So he'd say, well, they were never really your friends to begin with. That's what he would say. I didn't believe that. I just believe that, you know, you share time with people and there's certain things that just don't click for them. And also it's a level of maturity. Not everybody has it. Not everybody can deal with their own issues that they have in their own lives. And that sometimes ends up happening and gets stressed in a friendship which has really nothing to do with you. It's just that their own tolerance or way of looking at life and their own pains and whatever, they're not healing from something. So they project it onto you. That happens. And I realized, you know, I can't put whatever is going on with me. If they can't handle it, they can't be there. That's fine. Exit. That's you need to exit. And I need to keep going because God has a plan for me. And like I said, like my plan, wherever he's taking me, the way I believe in him, it's not for everybody. You got to just do what's best for you and your own beliefs and how you need to live your life. And those who are meant to be part of the journey, like we were saying, will be there. If they really want to be there, they'll be there. They'll show up. They'll find a way. They'll make a way. But those that feel like, okay, I'm just going to like, you know, sit on the sidelines and they're showing you that it's just, you can't rely on them. 
then just keep it pushing. And realize this, your true core friends are friends you count on your hand. We have plenty of people we know, and we think, oh, that's my friend, that's my friend. We say that so loosely, friend. But truly, your core, you can count on your first hand, and if you're lucky, your second. And if you get a second hand after that, well, you know, you might have a few of those. But seriously, the true, true is the ones that you count on your hands. It's not after that. The rest are acquaintances. Because, you know, you need to be really selective who you call your tribe and who you allow in your circle and believe that they're really rooting for you. Um, people get afraid, too, to let go of certain friends. They're like, oh, no, well, I know she secretly hates me. Oh, I know she whatever. I, I better keep her closer. No. Trust the energy. If you feel it's bad, leave it alone and just push it away. Wish them well. That's my perspective on it. Wish people well. Don't wish anyone harm. Wish them well. Let it go and move forward. Because the more you hang on to these relationships, it just brings you down. It makes you focus on a past record that you keep playing. That you put this record on and it keeps playing backwards, like backwards and backwards. What do you need that for? Play some new music. Play, start writing some new lyrics, like go forward, don't go back and appreciate the memories, the times, the fun times you have with this person and realize they added value to your life when it, when they were there and when they needed to leave, well, that's okay. God's opening up some new pathways so he can bring in some new people. And I love the way the seasons change. Like obviously in California, we don't fully get to see everything, but at the same time, we do see seasons of pruning. You know how you, in the wintertime, the, the leaves fall. They need to fall down. And then we go back into spring and then now everything's blooming. So that's how life is. We have to le let some leaves fall in order to go into spring and embrace the beautiful new flowers and the gardens that are open and the, the meadows, the green that you get to see. It's just a normal part of life. So we've reached the end of part one today, and I thought that was a great place to stop for this first episode, this first of two with Miss Mary Tawadros. I love this idea of seasons, right? And yeah, it may be cliche, but it works. Sometimes the most cliche, the most simple things, they just work. They help to illustrate some ideas that we may be missing or that maybe we even forgot. Seasons change, just like relationships change. And what mother nature does is she lets go of things out with the old to welcome in the new, the vibrant, the better. Sometimes we have a tendency to hold on to things until they are browned over and hardened and decayed and they fester and it shows up in bitterness. It shows up in, I don't really mess with females. It shows up and it stops us from moving on. It stops us from making the assessments that we need to make to become the better people that we need to be in this world. Hurt doesn't feel good, but hurt does have purpose. I started this podcast with a quote from Dr. Harville Hendricks, where he said that we are born in relationship, we are wounded in relationship, and through relationship, we are healed. So many of us get stuck on the wounded, that we can't move to the healed part, the part where you do or have done the assessments that you need to conduct, apply what you need to apply, 
and then prune and shed everything else that no longer fits. I'm gonna stop right there because Mary and I have a lot more to say. A lot more came about in that conversation that was a blessing to me. And I know, and I hope, my hope is that it will be a blessing to you. Since this week, I just hope for peace for you, whatever you're going through, uh, whatever you're keeping to yourself that you can't share with anybody else or that you feel like you can't share with anybody else. I hope someone comes along for you, a sister. I hope that she comes along and gives you the listening ear that you need and loves you and directs you back to whatever it is that keeps you grounded. Until next episode, sis, stay up. Peace.